Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Sit back, relax, as Wireless Theatre Kids proudly presents... Help! I'm a prisoner in a toothpaste factory. cleaning his teeth one morning. What a nuisance they are, he was thinking. Teeth are daft, always needing cleaning. They're worse than shoes, though shoes get muddy. At least teeth don't get muddy, not unless you start eating fields. There was a sign in the bathroom, an electric neon affair that usually flashed on and off, like the ones in Piccadilly Circus. It lit up one letter after another. Spelling out the message, now clean your teeth. Dad had fixed it up. He was a bit of an electrical genius. In fact, he regarded himself as an inventor. For the time being, the now clean your teeth sign was broken. On mum's orders, she had pulled the wires out. That boy, he stands up there in the bathroom all day watching that sign. He'll never get to school in the morning. Unless I dismantle it, he knows he has to clean his teeth. He doesn't need a sign flashing on and off to tell him that. He's not a complete idiot. Not yet. Not like someone else in this family. Well, there's only me left. Listen, Mother, there's a fortune to be made in standing still. That's how the escalator was invented. Don't talk to me about escalators. You installed one in this house. It goes up six months of the year and down the other six months... We spend half our time running on those stairs trying to get to bed at night. Well, it saves you paying for a gym club. Dad was tape recording all these early morning conversations. For posterity, a picture of family life. In the bathroom, Ronnie stared at the broken sign, thinking how much he wanted his family to be happy. Just lately, Mum would go whole days without speaking to Dad, and Dad would give Ronnie messages for her, such as... Where did you put me freshly ironed shirt, dear? Mum would give Ronnie the answer. It's not freshly ironed. The next door's cat is sitting on it. If I lived with the people next door, I'd want to come in here and sit on my laundry. There's one thing for sure. I wouldn't go in there and sit on their laundry. Might fall through the holes. Ronnie laughed as he remembered the conversation. It was on one of Dad's recordings, recorded a few days ago. And he had played it last night while Mum was out at the bingo. It could become a favourite of his, the cat tape. It went on. That cat knows a good bit of laundry when it sees it. It's good luck having your shirt pressed by a cat sitting on it. Better than next door's dog sitting on your laundry. Or an elephant. Next door haven't got an elephant. They've ordered one. Why? So they can be the first in our street to say they've got one. What are next door going to do with an elephant, Dad? They're going to watch it, because they can't afford a television. How do you watch an elephant? A bit at a time. By the time you've finished, you've forgotten, so you can start again. Do you need a licence to watch an elephant, Dad? If it's a BBC elephant, you do, <laughs> yes. Even Mum had had to laugh at that. Oh, you can be trolled, Dad, I give you that. That's why I married him. It certainly wasn't for his looks. Yes, there were good days and bad. 
All in all, Ronnie would say he came from a happy family. He would say it, yes, though his parents didn't seem to be getting on as well these days as they used to. Ronnie remembered the tape as though it had been recorded in his own brain. Ronnie, hurry up, you'll be late for school. That wasn't on the tape. That was Mum calling from downstairs. Goodbye, Ronnie. I'm off to work for some peace and quiet. Ronnie knew that his dad was right about the past and the future being in today. Because often, when he woke up in the morning, it was in the past, years ago, and he was still the same age. However, today, the important thing was, had he cleaned his teeth? Ronnie had forgotten. Better clean them again, just to make sure. He picked up the tube of toothpaste and squeezed the contents out onto the bristles of his brush and halfway up the handle. Nothing unusual about that. He liked a good mouthful of toothpaste. But as he lifted the brush to his mouth, he saw something written in the ribbon of the paste. Help. I am a prisoner in a toothpaste factory. Ronnie stared at it. Was this a new make of toothpaste? He was used to the ribbon variety with his special flavour, but he'd never had messages in it before. Play it cool, he thought, and making a quick decision, he cleaned his teeth. He went downstairs. Ronnie tried to act casual as he gathered up his school satchel. Mum, I know a man who's a prisoner in a toothpaste factory. Mum did not look too pleased with this piece of news. I'm a prisoner in this house, I know that. Now hurry up and get to school. Where do they make the toothpaste, Mum? Do you know where? I don't know anything, Ronnie. I know I gave up a career to have you. Sorry. What were you going to be, Mum? How should I know? Never had time to find out. Well, Dad could stay at home and you could go out to work. I'm not trained for anything. Be a lion tamer. <gasps> Don't worry, Mum. I'll think of something you can do. You leave it to me. Mum kissed him goodbye. Mwah. I'm not saying that I'd rather not have had you, Ronnie. Thanks, Mum. Bye-bye! He knew Mum loved him. And as he turned to hurry to school, he decided he would find her a career. Maybe she could be a high court judge or a traffic warden. Anyway, he would look after her when he was older. And until then, he would look after her while he was younger. All day long, Ronnie was thinking about the prisoner in the toothpaste factory. I bet he's not the only one, he thought. There must be lots more prisoners. During the lesson, he drifted off into his thoughts, imagining Mum working as a lion tamer in a circus. What fun that would be to visit her. Then it had got mixed up with the prisoners in the toothpaste factory and the geography of India. In Upper Bengal, he and Mum were hunting for lions for her act when they came upon a trail of toothpaste. Following it, they had suddenly been confronted by... the teacher. Ronnie! Wake up! He was back in the classroom. After school, Ronnie sped homewards. His plan? To clean his teeth and see if there were any more messages. When he got home, he found Mum to be much more cheerful. Hello, Ronnie. I've decided to make some cushions. Oh, don't you want to be a lion tamer now, then? <laughs> oh, don't be sorry. Mum, we need some adventure in our life. You'll soon get fed up making those cushions, and then you'll start throwing them around the room, shouting, I'm bored, 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 oh, bored. nonsense. I'm just going 
go and clean my teeth. Your teeth? Well, I didn't clean them the day before yesterday, so I've got a bit of catching up to do. He scooted up the escalator and into the bathroom. He needed more information. There had to be another message. But the tube of toothpaste had vanished. He went back downstairs. Here you are again, Ronnie. Why is everybody rushing around cleaning their teeth? Dad came home early from work today and cleaned his teeth. He doesn't usually do that in the middle of the day. But then, what's usual about your father? Did he use up the rest of the tube? How should I know? We must have done if there's none left. Was Dad getting messages too? Why did he come home early from work? Just to clean his teeth? A likely story. It's your father's half day. Yes, Mum, but Dad wouldn't spend all afternoon cleaning his teeth because he's got a half day off work, would he? What's the matter with you, Ronnie? Why are you so interested in your father cleaning his teeth? He's gone to see your Uncle Roger. They're building a new chicken shed. Did he take the toothpaste with him? Of course he didn't. Ronnie pondered this. A new chicken shed? Yes, his uncle did have chickens. A new shed last month, Mum. Perhaps the chickens didn't like it. How can you tell if a chicken doesn't like its shed? Ronnie, I don't know. Ronnie was suspicious of the real reasons his father was visiting Uncle Roger, or even if he had indeed gone to see him. But Mum would get annoyed with any further questions. Anyway, he wanted to go and buy some more toothpaste. Mum gave Ronnie the money, glad to be rid of her one and only child for a little while, for she was engrossed in her cushion making. He set off for the chemist's. As he entered the shop, he saw the chemist looming behind the counter. Yes, little boy. Ronnie did not like being called a little boy. I want a large tube of toothpaste, please. What sort? The sort of toothpaste I want is the sort with messages in. I don't know what you mean, little boy. A leering smile would have set any dog barking. Ronnie knew he could not trust that chemist. She might be helping to capture people and send them to the mysterious toothpaste factory to make toothpaste all day. Would you mind shutting the door, little boy? Ronnie hated being called a little boy and did not want to be shut up in the shop with this objectionable woman. I'll shut the door on my way out. Here is your mother's usual brand. The chemist plucked a tube of toothpaste from under the counter, thrusting it towards Ronnie, who glared back at her. Are you sure? I'm very sure. Very, very sure. I've never been so sure. The chemist began to edge around the side of the counter. Ronnie quickly paid her. Fortunately, he had the exact money, which he placed on the counter. Not into the chemist's extended hand that reached towards him like an eagle's claw. Don't go. I have some free sample cough sweets here. I don't have a free sample cough. Bye-bye! Ronnie hurriedly left the shop. Down the road, he stopped and took out his toothbrush, which he'd brought with him to save time. He unscrewed the cap of the new tube and squeezed out the paste. Yes, there was another message. Help, there's not much time. The chemist stood beside him. You forgot your change, little boy. There wasn't any. Oh, yes. Tenpence off on Thursdays. Here it is. 
are you doing? I'm cleaning my teeth before they decay. Ronnie shoved the brush, full of toothpaste and halfway down the handle, into his mouth and managed to garble... Cobbles! Toffees? Toffees mean rapid tooth decay. I always clean my teeth in the street if I've had a toffee. Yes, very commendable. Do come back inside the shop and rinse your mouth out. It's full of toothpaste. Good. Good watch. Goodbye. Ronnie ran down the street. As he turned the corner, he glanced round and saw that the chemist was walking back to the shop. He slowed down. That was a close shave. <laughs> he laughed. How could cleaning your teeth be a close shave? What should he do next? He was probably the only person in the world who knew about the toothpaste factory and the people who were imprisoned there. He said a quick prayer. Dear God, what do you look like? What should I do next? Help me to rescue those poor prisoners. P.S. Thanks for the new adventure. Uncle Roger's house was nearby. Ronnie decided to call in and see him and his chickens. Perhaps Dad was still there. When he arrived at the small house where Uncle Roger lived on his own, the front door was shut and nobody answered the bell. However, the side gate was unlocked and Ronnie went through into the small backyard. The chicken coop stood open, but there were no chickens about. Strange, Uncle Roger always took the chickens on holiday with him, but this was not holiday time. Ronnie looked in the chicken house. Not a sign of a chicken, nor an egg. But into the back of the shed was a note. Gone to buy more toothpaste. Why would Uncle Roger take his chickens with him when he went to buy more toothpaste? This was most unusual, even for Uncle Roger. Ronnie went home. Mum took the tube of toothpaste from him. You've been squeezing it, Ronnie. You've been eating it. I can't deny it, Mum. What's the matter with you, Ronnie? Aren't you feeling well? No, I think the chemist is in on the plot. I'm going to watch out for the toothpaste lorry and follow it back to the factory, Mum. It's full of political prisoners. And Uncle Roger took his chickens with him when he went to buy more toothpaste. That's not normal, Mum. Something must be up. Political prisoners? Uncle Roger's chickens? Oh, stuff and nonsense. What are you talking about, Ronnie? I'll show you, Mum. And then you'll believe me. Ronnie grabbed the tube of toothpaste and started squeezing it all over the sideboard. You'll see the messages and then you'll understand, Mum. But there were no messages on the sideboard. Just toothpaste. Lots and lots of squeezed out toothpaste. And an empty squeezed out tube. Go to bed, Ronnie. That evening, Dad sat on the end of Ronnie's bed. Your mother asked me to have a word with you, Ronnie, about your odd behaviour. I've been getting messages in the toothpaste, Dad. Oh, is that right? Any messages for me? No, they're from a prisoner, Dad. He's trapped in a toothpaste factory. Oh, I see. Well, that can happen. I had a friend once. He was a prisoner in a sausage factory. You mean he was locked in? He couldn't get out. Oh, they didn't have to lock him in. He needed the money. It's what he thought that matters. You see, Ronnie, a person can be trapped and imprisoned by his own thoughts. That's why I am a free man. Dad smiled encouragingly. 
Ronnie knew his father had a wonderful spirit that roamed far away from the big store where he worked. Dad, where were you this afternoon? Well, your Uncle Roger didn't appear to be in, which is hard to determine even when you're looking straight at him. So I took a stroll. Dad, Uncle Roger took his chickens with him when he went to buy a tube of toothpaste. Yes, well, he's been a bit nervous about them birds recently. Uncle Roger gets very broody around, around laying time. Well, I'm glad we sorted that out. You won't squeeze any more toothpaste all over the house, will you, son? No, Dad. Because getting it back in the tube, it's, it's quite a problem. Yes, Dad. Good night, Ronnie. Don't forget to say your prayers. For your mother's sake, if not your own. Dad, what does God look like? Everything, Ronnie. It depends how you see things. Or nothing. Because everything is made of energy. And energy is invisible. Good night, son. Dad went downstairs. Ronnie always kept his bedroom door slightly open. And later, from downstairs in the kitchen, he could hear the sound of an argument. You're too easy on that boy. Easy does it. What's the hurry? He imagines all sorts of things. Well, that's a gift. He can't tell the difference anymore between dreams and reality. There's only a thin dividing line between them. Edison dreamed up the electric light bulb, and here we are, sitting under it. This very substance shall dissolve in dreams, and dreams renew the substance. Had Ronnie read that somewhere, or heard it? It's true, he thought. I do sometimes invent adventures and act them out in a game, but not this time. The messages were real. The chemist was real. He was wide awake. Perhaps if he left home, Mum and Dad would stop arguing about him. It was no good. He could not sleep. He got up and looked out of his bedroom window at the quiet street. There was not much traffic about. A lorry cruised past and stopped under a lamppost. It was a toothpaste lorry. On the side of it was written, Buy Glum's Toothpaste for Bad Teeth. Stop them getting worse with Glum's. What was the lorry doing outside his house? Glum's was the toothpaste that the family used, the one with the messages in. Had they come from the factory to capture him too? Perhaps he knew too much, though Ronnie felt he knew very little, just that someone needed help. He gazed down at the lorry. No one moved. Nothing moved. Then he heard his front door close. Dad came out, carrying a suitcase. Oh no, he was leaving home again. Ronnie hoped it wasn't because they had rowed over him. Dad always came back. He usually went to stay with Uncle Roger and his chickens. Come back, Dad! Ronnie wanted to call out. Tell her you're sorry! But before he could open the window and shout after Dad, who was walking down the road, two men leapt out of the toothpaste lorry and jumped on his father. They loaded him into the back of the lorry and threw his case after him. They shut and bolted the lorry door. Ronnie wrenched the window open. Help! He tried to cry, but the word froze in his throat as the two men got into the lorry and drove off. Ronnie ran downstairs. Dad's been kidnapped by the toothpaste men! Sit down, Ronnie. Mum looked up from her cushions. She was sitting amid a maze of patchwork materials and seemed quite happy. You've had a bad dream. Sit down, no, son. No, you never believed me, Mum. Ronnie burst into tears. <laughs> Mum gave him a nice cuddle. There, there, Ronnie. 
is something you ate. But they put him in a big lorry, a glum's lorry for bad teeth that don't get any worse. Your father has gone to stay with Uncle Roger for a little while. And they'll both be prisoners in that factory, Mum. Prisoners for life. Oh, where's the box of toothpaste came? Upstairs. I'll fetch it. Ronnie tore up the escalator, grabbed the carton from the waste bin in the bathroom and rushed down again. Already Mum had her coat on. Lum's toothpaste factory. We'll settle this once and for all. Wait a minute. I'll put my clothes on. And I'll make a note of the address. Ronnie sprinted back upstairs. This was some adventure. Good old mum. She always turned up trumps in the end. He almost fell down the escalator in his haste to rejoin her. Hey, I'm ready, mum. He Let's go. burst into the kitchen. The back door was swinging open. Mum had vanished. The toothpaste carton was on the table. Ronnie picked it up and stepped out into the night. Why had she gone on ahead? And where had she gone? He stopped under a streetlight and examined the box. Yes, there was an address. He read it out. In case of complaint, which there should not be, return any bad teeth to Glum's Products, Glum Lane, Glumly, Glums. Gums? A voice spoke in the night said Ronnie bravely. Gums on sea. There's no such place. It's a false address. A man stepped out of the darkness, tall, thin, and toothless. Had you call my teeth out? <gasps> Who did? Them. I tried to change my brand, you see. What brand? <laughs> Well, I had lovely choppers. I was so proud of them. My wife used to polish them every day. Were they false teeth? No, that's the hell of it. She only married me for my teeth. They were like pearls. Who took your teeth out? Was it Glums? <laughs> the man vanished into the night as suddenly as he had appeared. Come 